This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, here we are. We're back now. Home stretch here on Silver and Black today, and we're getting ready to hear from you a little bit. Uh, that's right. We're going to get into our mailbag segment uh, that we like to do. We sometimes do a full show. The season's been crazy. The schedule's been kind of nuts, but we want to get to that uh, as we do all the time and get your uh, opinions on that. Great chat going on in the YouTube channel, by the way, uh, as we brought up the quarterback talking about Jaden Daniels, yes, uh, I understand. I think he's going to probably go second or third, depending. We'll see how it goes and see how people move up in the draft, and and we'll see how how they're able to do. Uh, and uh, Central Cal Grizzly Raider uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is a veteran. Are you thinking he's not going to be on the roster next year? He will not be on the roster next year. He's done. He's done. They need another veteran, um, and he'll be gone after June 1st, and he will uh, eat a little bit of, 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 of the salary cap, but not too much. So that'll be good, uh, but we'll see how that all walks out. But, yeah, they need another veteran, a veteran who they wouldn't be adverse to playing. So um, we'll, we'll see how that runs out. But anyway, we're going to get into your mail now, which includes both voicemail and oh by the way hello to our audience on instagram yeah we're we are streaming to instagram as well having an issue with the chat in there so i can't recognize you guys uh because the chat's all wanky today but i see you there thanks for being with us especially our viewer from germany appreciate you being with us okay so we're going to get to this the first one is our good buddy Tariq in chicago Tariq called on friday after the game so here is Tariq from chicago talking about the raiders where they're at and of course the big win on Thursday. They did Patrick Graham a few weeks ago, so that seemed to paid off. Be, have paid off some dividends. Uh, everybody got involved. You saw just a juggernaut, and uh, just, my goodness, that's kind of what all Raider fans envisioned when we uh, when we have the offensive pieces that we do have. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens these final three games going into Arrowhead on Christmas Day. Uh, nice little rest uh, to get ready for that one. Uh, one thing I think that is really encouraging is that Antonio Pierce clearly has a tremendous impact on the players uh, to rally them on a short week uh, to have this type of a performance, even though they went up against Stick. Um, I mean, we, we made Tyler Bajant look like an all-pro. So uh, to have that performance in all three phases, it was complete domination from beginning to end. I do love the fact that Antonio Pierce made no apologies for continuing to run up the score. Uh, I believe they scored 63 points with early in the fourth quarter, so I would have loved to have dropped an 80-burger on the Chargers. But let me know what you guys think. Um, a nice win. Uh, let's let's enjoy it this week. Uh, looking forward to your guys' show this week. Have a great rest of your day. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. All right, there's Tarek in Chicago. Tarek, thanks for your call. Good points there. And as I mentioned earlier, the consistency, right? You 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 see what the Raiders were able to do. And, yes, I understand it was against the Chargers, okay? I get it, but they still had to execute, man, and they they did. I mean, to see the offense do what they were able to do, to me, was was a big deal. And so you're like, oh, where's that been? Well, 
sometimes that's the way it goes. I mean, the coaching situation obviously ironed out, but sometimes I think that coaching staffs, and I think this is the, the situation with Bo Hardegree. Again, he's got no, he's got no experience doing play calling, right? So you got to consider that number one. Number two, you kind of go with what you're doing, and you think, well, we just got to do it better. We're not. I mean, you remember after the the, the, the first two losses with Pierce after the two wins. It was kind of like, well, you just got to stick to it. We're not executing. Well, sometimes it's not just not executing. Maybe it's not a good plan. So whatever they did in between the Vikings game and, and, and the Chargers game is they kind of, I think they threw out, I said it, right, the show before the game. I said, you just got to throw it out, like, as much as you can. You can't get rid of the whole playbook. It's too late for that. But, well, you can say, you know, no, no, no. This plan we usually go with, forget it. Let's just white sheet it. Let's come out and do something different. And that's what they did. They did. Having him upstairs having him be more aggressive. That was all something different than they had done in the past. So, so we appreciate it. And um, sorry, if you guys had some sound issues, I know we've been having some, some issues there. So I apologize. I think it looks like it's all wrinkled out now. So thank you for those people who sent messages on that. Uh, we have them sometimes with everything being remote these days, but, n- but nothing else. Uh, Dupree, thanks for stopping by, man. We appreciate it. So Tariq in Chicago, uh, Tarek, excuse me. That's how you pronounce it. Tarek. I got it. Thanks for doing that as well. Uh, now I'll get to a, an email that came in as well. Got a lot of those over the last couple of weeks. And sorry, some of you guys left stuff and we didn't get to it and it's old now, but some of them like AJ DeMello, I'm, his call's coming up next. It was from last week, but it all still applies. So we're going to get to that in a second. Here's one from Charlie in St. Charles, Missouri. He says, Hey, Scott and Mo, I'm confused on how you say you don't think Aiden O'Connell can be the franchise quarterback. He's only played in six games, and he just helped the Raiders put up 63 on the Chargers. I think it's too soon to pass judgment on him. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Again, that's Charlie in St. Charles, Missouri. So, Charlie, thanks for listening to us out there in the Show Me State. Appreciate that. Uh, Again, it goes back to what I say about being a dynamic quarterback. That does not mean he can't be a quarterback in the NFL, nor should he be. What that means, though, is he's limited in his scope because he doesn't create. Now, I know they didn't do well on Sunday, but even the story with Tommy Cutlets, Tommy DeVito of the Giants, if you're familiar with that. Tommy DeVito's had some success. He finally lost a game. But the reason is he's able to create with his legs. I'm not talking about running as a quarterback. That's a last resort. But you need to be able to be mobile, as Mo calls it, functional mobility. You need to move around and be dynamic. When the pocket does break down, then you have to get out and then you have to do something downfield. You also saw it with Jake Browning for the Bengals on Sunday. The pass they threw in overtime to, to Tyler Boyd to set up the game-winning field goal was because the pocket collapsed. He was sacked five times in that game. Pocket collapsed. Browning rolls out and is able to hit on the run. That's not what O'Connell does. O'Connell's a good pocket passer. So if you, if you give him time, like you saw against the Chargers, he's going he's gonna to be fine. He's accurate, finds his receivers, can read the defense. Good. But he's not going to be that dynamic quarterback, in my view, you need in the NFL today. Just the way it is. Now, to come in as a backup, somebody gets hurt, yeah, you're going to know what your limitations are. If you have a really good offensive line, then you're not going to fall off that much. So that's why I say, Charlie, and I know Mo agrees, that that's why we don't believe he is the quarterback moving forward. He's one of them. And uh, a good one, I believe. I think they got, for a fourth-round pick, I mean, what the heck? To have a guy that can be there for you and can win games for you if your quarterback, your future quarterback goes down, great. Nothing wrong with that. So 
So there you go. So that's my answer on that one. I, I, I think some of you agree in there. Some of you might not agree. Um, and yes, consistency. He has to show consistency. He had not, I wouldn't say he had a terrible game against the Vikings, but it wasn't great. It wasn't very good. And then against the, against the Chargers, he looked great. But then also the Chargers defense seemed to quit about halfway through that first half. So, so anyway, but, but still, you can't take anything away from him. He did very, very well. I, I suggest watching the quarterback school breakdowns. Uh, and, and he goes through all of it and, and gets technical about it. So looks looks pretty good. All right. So thank you, Charlie, for your email. Now back to the voicemail. Here's AJ DeMello, our resident stand-up comic. AJ, I know you're listening. Here we go. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is AJ in Sacramento. Uh, so we're at that point again, uh, where, uh, you know, it's all lost. And <laughs> just, I know you guys have to acknowledge these fans. <laughs> That's why I got off Twitter, uh, that, uh, say, you know, oh, it's not the coach's phone. Uh, we, we don't really need to draft a quarterback that high, you know, uh, yeah, uh huh. That, what has that done for this franchise, you know? And also, whoever becomes the next head coach, make sure that they get the question right and you say, what do you think about coaching a rookie quarterback? And if they say, I don't know, I have to think about it. Or if they say, I don't know, it depends on how I wake up that morning. They say, well, don't let the door hit you. Or let's let the door hit you on the way out, you <laughs> schmuck. You know, like we need somebody in here that's an offensive mind that also, like, is not afraid to change things up. I don't know how conservative you consider Jim Harbaugh, but with Andy Reid and Sean Payton in the division, he's going to be a number one. And then Frank Smith, he's already been a Raider. He helped Michael Mayer develop. You need someone with some pizzazz, with some juice, you know? Enough with this conservative stuff. Aiden O'Connell ain't the guy. Antonio Pierce ain't the guy. I wish you guys didn't have to acknowledge these fans. Because, you know, they, they should get themselves off of Twitter and, uh, I don't know, maybe see some counsel, okay? <laughs> That's why I got off the Twitter. But anyways, we need help. We need to lose out. And uh, hopefully we can uh, get uh, Jacoby Myers the ball so that way he can help me win my fantasy playoff this week. <laughs> That's the most important thing at this point. Anyways. Go Raiders, but please lose. And for the love of God, draft a quarterback or we will take pitchforks to the damn Las Vegas practice field until they do. Because we need a quarterback. We need a quarterback. We need a quarterback now. Well, there you go. AJ, who I know was in the chat earlier. I don't know if he's still there, uh, but that was from last week. So that was pre-Chargers win. But but I, from his comments I saw earlier, I know he hasn't changed his mind there. Too. And I get it. Look, I think I think the quarterback is I, for people who say it's not, then I I disagree with them. I mean, it's it's not it's not even close. I think you look at what the NFL is doing right now and, and the fact that you have to have a top notch quarterback. You do. And I think you have to have a dynamic quarterback. Again, not a running quarterback. If you watched 
Lamar Jackson on Monday night, or excuse me, Sunday night, you'll see a guy who's no longer running like he used to. He runs if he has to, but he stays in the pocket. And then if he has to go out of the pocket, he can still create because he is mobile. That's what you need. That's why he's not been as injured. He still gets injured too much probably. But um, that is a good call. So thank you again, AJ, for that as well. All right, on to the next email. This one says, Mo and Scott, I like Antonio Pierce and consider him a real one. At the same time, are we prepared to go with someone who doesn't even have experience as a coordinator in the NFL? This audition he has, these final nine games, as you can tell, uh, is great. But outside of the pressure to show he wants the job, it's pretty much a caretaker role. There are risks with any coaching hire. Are his upsides greater than his possible downsides? That says, thanks, Manuel from Whittier, California. Manuel in Whittier, thanks, man. We appreciate that one. Uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting question, and that's sort of what I talked about earlier in the show was the idea that everybody's got positives and negatives, right? But do they outweigh one or the other? And are you willing to, because he did a good job in a tough situation, how do you earn it? Does, does he have to have a winning record? Does he show something clicks? Now, the offense clicked against the, the Chargers. But it hadn't before that. It got worse under Antonio Pierce. They went down by a point per game until the Charger game. So now, the rest of the way, the final three games of the season, if the offense is going nuts again, then you, you got to give him and Bo Hardigree credit. But are the upsides greater than the downsides? I don't know if that's the right question for me. As I said earlier, I think that it is the idea that can they consistently win with him? And that's what you have to see over the last three games. I mean, if they win out four in a row against some good teams, including Kansas City on Christmas, that's pretty good. But if you if you like Antonio Pierce, then great. But again, I can't make a decision. I, I, I can't lean either way unless I know who the other candidates are. If it's him and some... Three guys I've never heard of because they're from other teams and they're not really well respected. Okay, well then, then I might say, well, yeah, it's a pretty easy choice. But we'll have to see how it ends up. So I think that you 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 have to wait and see what happens with the pool. So, all right, Manuel, thanks so much for you. Our final email comes to us from Henderson, Nevada, right where the Raiders practice facility is, their their headquarters. It says, "Hey guys, as much as I love Josh Jacobs." With what we need to do on both the offensive line and defensive line and to bolster the defense overall, we got to let him walk. I will miss the guy, my favorite player, but am I wrong? Thanks and have a great Christmas. That's Frank in Henderson, Nevada. Frank, thank you so much for your email. We appreciate you getting to us. Um, I, I can't argue with Frank. I, I don't think Josh Jacobs will be back. I know I, I bet a, a steak dinner with, with, with Phil – over on the unfiltered truth about it. He's guaranteeing it. I, I, I don't see it. I mean, I just don't see how you're going to devote that money when you need to, A, go get a quarterback. You need offensive linemen. Offensive line's been very good this year, by the way, towards the end of the season, even being injured, having two starters out, and they played pretty good. I'm not saying that doesn't mean you don't improve it, which is why I'm saying you got to spend money there. Defensive line, same thing. Even though the defense has come along, you need – you need that big stud defensive tackle, man. Whether it's in the draft, 
free agency, whatever you got to do. And then I think you need another end because I think Tyree Wilson has shown he's better as a hybrid inside and outside. So he can play a little bit inside, play a little bit outside when he needs to. So I think that's what you need to do there. So I don't see Josh Jacobs coming back. I think they need to draft a running back this year. Look at the free agent class. Zamir White looked good against the Chargers, but that's the first time I thought he's looked good. But also he's not had opportunities. So I think that's what they got to learn over the last few weeks. If I'm Champ Kelly, whether I'm going to be the permanent GM or not, whoever comes in as GM, you need to make you get to have some tape of the guys behind Josh Jacobs getting some significant carries to see what you have there. That's my my view on that one. So it's it's pretty straightforward uh, as far as I'm concerned with that. So uh, thanks again, man. We appreciate your your email, Frank, for coming in and uh, asking the question. And to everybody in the chat, thanks going on. I, I hear you're talking about, uh, I see you're talking about uh, quarterbacks, coaches, explosive quarterback. Yes, absolutely. So uh, I love the chat because you guys agree with each other a lot. You also disagree with each other a lot, but it's always respectful. And I can appreciate that. Even opinions I don't agree with, um, I'll poke back at them, but but I'm not going to tell you you're wrong because until you are, you're not. So it's all good. So uh, I see a lot of people in there like Space Beast were hiring AP. How do you know that? You don't know that. You don't know the other candidates. It, it, it doesn't make any sense to want to hire somebody before the job is e- the auditions even done. It hasn't been that good that you would say, oh, my God, this is incredible. He's he's five and oh. No, it's not. So I, I don't think that you that I see some of the people talking about there. Oh, watch Belichick go to L.A. He's not going to L.A. Do you think the Spanos goofs down there are going to spend $25 million a year? They can't. They can't. They don't have the money. They don't have the money. So all the talk, Belichick, L.A., quarterback, blah, blah, blah. Uh-uh. Not going to happen. You can, you can bank on that. Come back and tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong because I won't be. Simple. They have not been, they have not, the last veteran coach they hired was Norv Turner. Okay? Because he was on the cheaper end. So they're, they've hired all young coaches because they're cheaper. And that's what I expect them to do. But anyway. All right. Well, that's going to close out the show. Thanks for everybody who joined us live on YouTube. For those of you listening on the Odyssey podcast feed, thanks for being with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your audio. Just look for Silver and Black today. And do us a favor. Put on the auto download. If you would, we would appreciate that. Also, for our YouTube audience, thank you for the likes. Thank you also for subscribing and turning on notifications. That way, every time we have a new video or we go live, you will be the first to know. Thanks to everybody in the chat. Good, good chat in there. Uh, Since I am solo, not a lot of time to go in and answer you guys directly, but hopefully you had some of those questions as well. If you want to call us, call us and leave us a voicemail for the show. We'll play the voicemail on the show. The number, are you ready for this? 702-900, so 702-900. 7869. That's 702-900-7869. That is the Silver and Black Today uh, uh, voicemail line. So call us there. Leave your comment, your question. We'll get to some more, I think, uh, for Thursday's show when Mo rejoins me. So we appreciate that. And always, always get your messages. And sometimes it takes us a little bit to get to them. But this week, we're on top of it. So if you leave one this week, it'll be there for you. So um, you got to uh, enjoy that, and and please let us know what you think, and tell us your opinions. Try to keep it as short as possible. I'm not saying 10 seconds, but try not to make it two minutes. If you can keep it about 45 seconds to one minute, key area. 
Say what you got to say. Get it out. Bam. And we got it on there. All right. For our producer, Mike Robier, for Mo Moten, who will be back on Thursday, I am Scott Branson. This has been Silver and Black Today. We appreciate you guys being with you. Take care now.